You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is us. Those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher. I am in the studio. He's in a car. It's bright and sunny out. Yeah. There's not a there's not there's not a cloud in the sky. Uh huh. And it's uh 74 degrees here. Uh huh. Where in the world is Jeff Smith? <laughs> I don't know. Where does the golf world party on Super Bowl weekend? Huh? In, huh? in Phoenix, huh? Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, you mean the land of perfect temperatures? Oh, did I say that? The land of no snow. (laughs) The land of no snow? Should I say it that way? The land of six months away from 142 degree temperatures. So, you know, live with it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So you show up up out here at the right time of year and you're a happy man. (laughs) You've been out there uh, to get to check out any of the uh, waste management open, man? You know, I... Since we rarely talk about the PGA Tour in this show, mm-hmm. we will not. But okay. I was there. Okay, good. I I, uh, I had a good time. I I met my uh, my my longtime friend uh, Tyler Duncan, PGA Tour uh, winner, uh-huh. and um, someone I've had a chance to work with since he was a young young boy, since he was in eighth grade, and um, got a chance to talk with him on the driving range today. Cool. And um, that was really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see Tyler out there uh, representing Indiana well. Mm-hmm. Columbus, Indiana native, Tyler Duncan in the field. Hey, made the cut last week at uh, Pebble Beach, made some money. A little pocket change. Most people call that, oh, a year's salary. <laughs> uh, how, how long do you think it takes for your uh, to, to make the adjustment on how much you need to be happy to live? You know, from the average annual salary to the average weekly winnings for a PGA Tour player. Uh, I don't know, I'm but sure, you know they got to pay sure. for their own expenses, so yeah. that's why they have sponsors. Yeah, they don't clear. That's why they have sponsors, much. right? We, we have sponsors to, too, but ours don't do. pay our salaries. We've got some good ones coming up too. Um, I'll talk to you a little bit, but we got a, got a new one that um, that that I'm looking forward to because they sell coffee. And I, I have a coffee cup hermetically sealed to my hand all the while while I'm, uh, I'm awake, basically. So, listen, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up. We're going to be talking to and about Jeff Smith and a bunch of stuff with golf. It's those weekend golf guys. You know us. Here we are, and we'll be around. Stick with us. You know, just a few minutes ago, I was looking through some of my emails, and I, I get the same scams everybody else does. I, I think I've I've been uh, awarded close to about $27.3 million from African princes and today alone. I mean, those emails are just glaring. It's like, scam, scam, scam. There are other emails, though, that look legitimate, but then you kind of go, really? How about you? Are you worried about uh, identity theft or getting scammed online? You think twice before you click a link, an ad, or an email? Well, I've got something for you. It's called a Guardio. With Guardio, you can forget about the scams, the hackers, the malware, the phishing, the identity theft. Guardio offers real-time protection that will keep you safe from online threats. You run a free security scan in a few clicks, and you see what threats are already on your browser. It's truly affordable, and it's crucial protection. And our listeners get 20% off premium protection from our sponsor, Guardio. Just go to Guard. 
golfguys.io slash golfguys. It is us, those weekend golf guys. I am in the studio. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. He's Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher. He's been gallivanting around the country. He, he wound up out in Phoenix, Arizona, doing some work. This is the weekend, however, of the uh, of the Waste Management Open. Yeah, which I I think is probably the most the the most everyman golf tournament that they play. This is the one with the 16th hole, the par three was about 25,000 people in the stands around there. I think there'll be more than that this year. You know, they've got a concert stage on that thing now. Really? (laughs) Yeah. There will be a concert. Somebody, some musician will be on that stage jamming. But it is. What I want to know mm -hmm. is, are they going to do that? While the players are in their practice round playing golf, <laughs> imagine rim shots for a golf shot, right? That doesn't go well. <laughs> yes, a big, a big guitar blare for everything that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> the, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> But I mean, the whole the whole the whole concept oh, yeah. of this tournament is antithetical to the way golf tournaments are perceived. You know, I mean, how many marshals are there on the other seventeen holes with the quiet? Oops, excuse me. How many how many marshals are there with the quiet signs? I mean, that would seem like like the the most or the least productive job you could have this weekend in Phoenix. <laughs> Probably so. Probably so. The scores don't suffer because it's no. raucous. The, no, the they players just know they're getting there, and, they're, and the players are kind of geared up for it, right? Yeah, they enjoy it. I mean, it's wow. like Bubba Watson te- teeing off at the Ryder Cup a couple of years ago, and he was he was leading the USA oh, USA up the crowd. While he was, yeah, while he was teeing getting off. The, let's get the hands in the air. Let's get the noise up. He was all pumped up about it. Yes, right. So, all so right, I gotta what, stop. I gotta stop you. All okay, right? I gotta stop okay. you. Okay. Now I got to describe something to you that I am sitting in a parking lot mm-hmm. right now and just pulled in right in front of me. Now I'm in Phoenix, Arizona in the bright land of the sun. So if you're watching this on StreamYard, you'll see it a bright sunshiny day and right across the street. I'm, I'm not far from the airport because I'm a few hours away from my flight and I'm sitting across the street. I've got a gas station and I've got that wonderful West Coast burger chain in and out staring me in the face. Literally, I am looking directly at the entrance to this thing of beauty, which I'm about to behold um, okay. after, as soon as we finish our show. <laughs> this, it'll be the post-show uh, gift to myself is what this will be. Uh, in and out burger, right? Well-deserved, I'm sure. In front of me now pulls... In a, a, a beautiful car. This is a car that I have drooled over since I was a child. But you see here in the land of no rust, in the land of perfect weather, in the land of sunshine and no humidity, so your cars will remain in wonderful, impeccable condition, as opposed to that rust belt that we live in in the Midwest. Uh-huh. <laughs> pulls in a 1970 Camaro convertible. Oh. Beautiful metallic maroon paint job on this thing. Ooh. And it is parked right in front of me. And I get to look at that thing of beauty 
and the in and out right behind it. I'm in heaven at this moment, <laughs> visually. <laughs> the only thing that gets better is like mountain scenes and beaches and a beautiful golf hole. Hmm. Other than that, I'm doing really well with the, with the fantastic car and the In-N-Out Burger in the background. It sounds like a typical East Coast kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Give me a, Here car, we go. a car with no rust and an In-N-Out Burger, and I'm a happy camper. Right. I don't need much, folks. I really don't. <laughs> so obviously it's so a back to our regular scheduled programming <laughs> Camaro who's never seen the snow like we still have laying on the ground over here so yeah are you grousing yeah. no no I was just I was just alerting you to what you have to come home to later on today <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to stick it to me aren't you <laughs> I was just trying yeah. to make you feel good that's it yeah that is go it. ahead and um, enjoy all that beautiful <laughs> sunshine because look at you get to come home to <laughs> Uh, you were you were working, uh, suggesting maybe just talking or or whatever. Um, don't have to get into any specifics. What you were doing, talking to Tyler Duncan on the on on the <clears throat> practice tee out there today. But on, just generically speaking, when you're dealing with a student that is as accomplished as a Tyler Duncan would be, as yeah. opposed as opposed to a double digit handicapper. How right. different how different are the lessons? Quite. Number one, there is this unspoken thing about the player's ability to be a great player. It's already there. It's already been proven. Mm-hmm. So this isn't the conversation that says something along the lines of, and you can go out and kick the shit out of your buddies now. Okay. Because... That's a tough thing to say at that level of golf, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the things that you say are a lot in, in a, in a golf lesson with a real accomplished player like this. Tell me what you thought of that shot is a sentence that I say a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't have to tell them the quality of the shot was this or that or the other thing. They've hit so many quality shots that they are the truly the only judge of the golf shot that matters. Right. So what do we do? We talk about it's repeatability. You say, you think you can do that again? Can you think you can carve one like that again? Can you see if you can flight one little lower like that again? What does it feel like to do that? Is that the trajectory that you're looking for? Mm-hmm. These are questions and these are things that get said. And then we say, okay, I want you to test this for me. I got five balls for you on these next five shots. Let's see if we can get this done. Okay. And next thing you know, they can do it because these are freaks of nature, folks. Yeah. Yeah. These, these, these are, are these are finely tuned athletes, right? Yeah. yeah. So Sometimes there's this little, I don't want to call it a tap dance because it's not, but I want to call it, it's not as informative as a 20 handicapper. Right. They have enough information. Sometimes what they need is just a little tweak. Maybe it's a ball position change. Mm-hmm. 
of about a half a golf ball up or back or in and out or a little bit of both. You know, it's amazing the differences, a, a tweak of a foot angle, um, a tweak of a right hand grip, an understanding of a feel up at the top, a change in direction of transition a little bit harder at some point or not. There's fine-tuned athletes need different kinds of conversations. Mm -hmm. And then I let them do a lot of the talking. Now, to be specific, I can tell you exactly what I did with Tyler this morning. Okay. I asked about his child. He has a young daughter now. Uh -huh. I asked about his wife. Are they traveling much with him? I asked what the plan was for dinner. I asked, were your clubs in still good shape? Because they were a day late coming in from <laughs> California. <laughs> um, I asked things like, tell me about that flight of that shot. Are you still in the midst of testing shafts? What are you, what's your thought on that? Those are real things that were said today in my conversation with Tyler Duncan on the range. Mm -hmm. So both, both designed to relax, to get him in the right frame of mind. And, uh, well, look, I want to catch up with him too. I mean, I've known this yeah. guy since he was in eighth grade, right? So, you know, you gotta, you gotta know that just because you have a conversation, um, between a player and, and a teacher, not everything is, what did you tell him that would, that I could take from that? And why did you work with him on that? I didn't work with him on anything. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, just being Jeff, Jeff, the guy who's known Tyler since he was in the eighth grade. That's all. And that's all that matters. We understand right? completely. Hey, he's out in the middle. time that he needs to work on something. He'll work on it. He's out in the middle of Phoenix, uh, getting ready to finish this show so he can go into the In and Out Burger. Uh, so he's he's hurrying. We're going to hurry right back. Don't you move. We are those weekend golf guys. You've heard all the stories about all these people making ridiculous money from crypto. Did you know that it is easy for you to do the same? I'm, I'm a stock market guy, and beyond Bitcoin, which I've heard of, I don't know from crypto. But I found someone with a history of success who anyone can copy. The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the cryptocurrencies that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds. So you can just copy them. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or even how to invest. You just simply copy what James does. He runs the Crypto with James. James YouTube channel. They have over 15,000 subscribers. And since March of 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put a hundred bucks into each one, it would now be worth over $66,000. And this is all public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and you can verify it for yourself. Head over to copymycrypto.com slash golf guys. Our listeners can join for just a buck and you won't find this offer anywhere else. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash golf guys golf trip in the works think french lick french lick resort is the midwest's favorite destination for golf getaway their pete dye and donald ross courses have been ranked number one in two in indiana for 11 straight years once your rounds are done hit the casino and play a little more go to frenchlick.com to get started two amazing courses one great destination you gotta play frenchlick.com must be 21 to enter the casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT or text I-N-G-A-M-B to 53342. And let's uh, see as fast as we could. Here we are. We are back again. Those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith in the front seat of what, a Mustang? Uh-huh. Like okay. How'd you know? It, it's just, it has a, the, the, the back window looks like a Mustang. I'm sorry. It is. The side window, just just Look, get the lines. I could have rented. 
I could have rented a small SUV or a Mustang. I'm going with the Mustang, baby. Hell yeah, man. Especially you, you in wanna, Phoenix. You, you yes. want to hear me rev the engine? No. <laughs> no? You don't? No. no. <laughs> it's not one of those old loud ones with the you know loud mufflers, blah, 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 blah. It's not that one. No. <laughs> but as long as it's not an electric one, we'll be fine. That is. <laughs> do they have those? Yes, they do. And that is it's such a waste. <laughs> what a, what a buzzkill. I don't want to hear my Mustang come by going, <laughs> no yeah what a buzzkill that's half I the know. fun I know exactly i know exactly <laughs> you drive around in, a, in an electric convertible and you hear nothing <laughs> nothing wait a minute where's the fun in that you, can't, oh, man. you don't even have to turn the radio up to drown out the sound of the car anymore <laughs> no, at that point don't. no you Jeez. don't i know man it's just it, it's just a total waste. it's a total waste I'm I'm sorry. I just you know I I don't I don't want to sound like I, I'm against the environment, man. But electric cars, there's no reason for them. Um, so anyhow, <laughs> unless of course it's an electric golf cart, um, then then you can you can you can souped up that, that you can street oh, yeah. legal golf cart. <laughs> I get this bad boy up to forty. <laughs> when you when you move to the villages, you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, man, so so you're leaving town. You're not going to hang out for the rest of the tournament. But, you know, I know we don't talk about the PGA Tour, um, but I I love this tournament. Well, and sure. I, love this, I love this tournament, like we mentioned in, in the last segments, because it's the everyman tournament. Yeah, it's, you know, first off, it's sponsored by a garbage pickup company. OK, you don't get much more everyman than that. OK. <laughs> <laughs> No, you really don't. Right? They, they can call it waste management company all they want to. It's the garbage man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's who's sponsoring this tournament. And they just do things that that they don't do at other tournaments that make it more fun. And I just don't understand how they can play 180 degrees diametrically opposed to the way they play every other tournament. You know, I'll why, why bet you some of it rub off. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll bet you that sooner or later, there's another tour site that's starting to get a little softer in their in their approach because of uh, dwindling attendance, right? That they might start to introduce a little bit of this mm-hmm. because they're all over the country and people love coming to golf tournaments and having fun. But man, this guy, these guys have it down pat. They are the Super Bowl party on a golf course. Yes. Right. To have this thing in a humongous golf market, right? On a really great golf course. Yeah. Have it on Super Bowl Sunday. This thing will never go away. (laughs) This thing is too popular. Speaking of which, did you did you hear the uh, CD? I got a couple of uh, memos today or or PR pieces I wanted to to talk to you about. One of them came from the NFL. Oh. they're very upset because for the second consecutive year now, one of the teams in the Super Bowl is playing in their home stadium. Look, I got the solution to that right away. I, that? I do. Look, just make them play the Super Bowl every year in Dallas. That's what they're the going to do. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL has decided that is what they'll do. They took a vote and they're, they're playing it every year now down in Dallas. So they don't have to That's work awesome. <laughs> The other, the other piece of uh, PR that I got today is something that 
I want to talk about because I have I have become more and more enamored of live golf tournaments, um, both amateur and professional levels. There is first off, you know, the difference that happened. The, the you know, Symmetra Tour is no longer the Symmetra Tour. Well, Epson, what is it now? Epson has taken Epson over sponsorship. Tour? Yes. The road to the to the LPGA is being sponsored by Epson. There is a okay. four-day huge tournament being played by these girls at the Pete Dye course at French Lick this coming summer. Yep. It's a four-day tournament. It's on the Pete Dye course. It has the highest purses of any of the tournaments in that particular Epson tour. It's Very August, nice. August 1st through the 7th, I believe. If you're anywhere within French Lick, Indiana, and about 60% of the population of the United States is within a one-day drive of French Lick, Indiana, make plans to go because these girls are great. We had fun playing in, playing in the Pro-Am last year, and hopefully we'll get in the Pro-Am again this year. But just, just being able to play shoulder to shoulder with those, with those girls is, is a phenomenal experience, man. You know, I'm going to give you a little bit of a plug on this one. Now, okay. just in case that our our today's show's listeners are not familiar, John played last year. I'm going to tell the story. Don't interrupt. Okay. Right. So John played last year, and he played excellently. He amazed even me. I was <laughs> He didn't even know I was watching him tee off on one hole and he didn't even know I was on property at the moment until I was standing back there verbally applauding him for a drive that was absolutely careered right down the middle Mm -hmm. and it looked effortless and you absolutely pulled off the genius move. Like you've seen that your whole life. It was the reaction was ho-hum there it goes again, right down the middle of the fairway. And the Symmetra Tour player instantly said to you, wow, that was great. Yeah. And the other guys that you were playing with were sitting there looking and going, who is this guy? <laughs> and you, sir, you, sir, got applause and you turned around and go, who the hell's clapping for me? And it was me. <laughs> and you're looking at me going, what are you doing here? I'm like, that is a thing of beauty, sir. Yeah, well, you are uh, you're you're at least eighty percent responsible for it, man. Well, yeah, I, I will tell I you this to... though: the real reason for me to be there was not you. No, it wasn't. No, hate to say it. Uh, my uh, one of my proteges, um, the friend of the show, she's been on our show a couple times. The young Miss Ava Bunker, mm-hmm. uh, we got her into the Symmetra Tour uh, pro am. She took my spot. Yeah, I gave it to her. And represented and next thing quite you know, well. She did quite well. Yeah. And made a few Symmetra Tour friends. Cool. So with any luck, we will get her into this tournament again. And maybe this time she'll play in your group. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because be very cool. Yeah. You would love to get beat by her again and oh. again and again. <laughs> I just, I just think any, any woman, any, any body who aspires to a golf career with the last name of Bunker 
mean, come on. I think that's a critical piece. <laughs> that's right. Right? Nice. If, if you change your name to Bunker or Bogey or something along those lines, you better be able to pull it off. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because right. otherwise, otherwise, you got a lot of ribbon that you're going to take. So... <laughs> Keep in mind, if you decide that you're going to go down to the Justice of the Peace and change your name to some golf-sounding name, you better be a player. <laughs> be ready to. You just think you're a player. You better not do it. <laughs> you know, a couple couple weeks ago, um, you did you you did a, a a treatise, not only in front of some of your uh, one one hundred uh, teaching buddies, but also here on the on the show um, about whether or not it's smart to get fitted for clubs prior to taking lessons because yeah. you re- you remove some of the variables if you know the clubs are actually fitting you. However, I had a question that I haven't been able to ask, and I'm going to ask it now. We've got a couple minutes left in this segment. All right. If you're not swinging correctly, uh, consistently the same way, however, repeatably, however you want to look at it. Does that screw up the fitting? All right. So here you are trying to be the consistent part of the club fitting process. Mm-hmm. So the club fitter can actually put a club into your hands that he can start to tell the difference with. So your job as a player is to be the consistent piece. Okay. So that way you can tell if it was just you or if the, the, the difference in these two shafts or these two clubs all together is the difference maker. What is the difference maker here in the quality of right. golf shot? Right. So everybody who goes to get club fit, it is one of the things that I insist on all my students when they go is to know that their job is only one thing and it's not react to the golf ball that they just hit. Okay. Because players like to see certain shots in the air. And if somebody puts a club in their hand that will not produce that shot, if they make a normal golf swing, we're doing it to test whether that could work or not work, but Mm -hmm. the player should not react to that shot And then the very next swing, try to manipulate the club to get the shot to do what you want, because now the club fitter could never figure it out. Yeah, something has to be constant. I guess that was what I was trying to say. Something has to be constant in order for for the variables to uh, basically. I got to stop. Stop talking with your hands, John. It's a lot quieter. Has to be constant so the variables don't um, mess up the results. It's it's easy. So, okay. So the answer to the question is, as is usually the answer to the question with you is, yeah, it depends. We'll be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golf guys. 
You know, golf season is back, and now is the time to add even more excitement to the PGA season. You can do it by starting a pool on RunYourPool.com and put your golf knowledge to the test. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to play alongside your friends, family, office mates, your regular weekend foursome, guys at the club, whoever. Make every week more exciting, whether it's the Masters or the Corrales Punta Cana. You're looking for a season-long or weekly contest? Well, we got it. From fantasy golf pools to one-and-done pools, major pools, and more, there's a contest there for everyone. Now, Run Your Pool lets you run your games your own way, and every pool has a variety of settings to choose from to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your company, your local business, your bar, your golf club, whatever. There's one local pub that's been hosting a custom pool for 20 years. Join the thousands of golf fans already making each week of the PGA season more exciting by starting a pool today. Head to runyourpool.com slash TWGG and use the code TWGG to get $10 credit toward your first pool. That's runyourpool.com slash TWGG. That's for those weekend golf guys. Check them out today. And join us in our free contest for a chance to win. Head to runyourpool.com slash TWGG to join. And use podcasts to get $10 credit towards starting your first pool. That's runyourpool.com slash TWGG. We will see you on the leaderboard. Uh, restaurant. <laughs> so, look, I didn't lose anything here, really. And, and his mouth is watering all that more. Um, uh, more. <laughs> so, listen, we're, we're getting to it. It's February. Before we know it, it's going to be March and the temperatures are going to uh, equivocate and we're going to be back into the land of hey it's almost warm enough to go outside and be comfortable but what i'm saying is that we're we'll be headed back outside but what kind of other than galoshes and gore-tex what what kind of accommodation do you need to make to play in the uh the midwest slash east coast slash west coast mud because like my brother-in-law said, hey, it's going to be 60 degrees here on Friday. You know, there, well, we still have look, four inches of snow and ice that's, that has yet to melt. So it's going to be kind of on Friday. Yeah. I would tell you that the biggest thing that you need to play golf in the yucky, nasty, mucky, uh, late winter, early spring stuff that you're t- describing is a lot of patience and a low level of expectation of the outcome based upon conditions. Everybody's chomping at the bit, and we all have this expectation level like we're supposed to be in midseason form uh-huh. when we know that there's really no chance for that. But yet our expectations as golfers is always way too high because we're stupid. So yeah, that's just <laughs> it's really how that is. He means that in the most affectionate sense of the word, people. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but the the reality of that is, is that if if you're look, this goes right to this conversation overall that golfers have unrealistic expectations of themselves based upon lots of things, like the comparison against their best round, mm-hmm. the comparison against the longest shot hit with this club, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The comparison against themselves versus people they watch do it on television. They're also yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. It, you know, look, every athlete has a good day and a bad day and a bunch of days in between. <laughs> right. And golfers just don't get the fact that you're going to have bad days and a bunch of stuff in between. All they ever do is demand of themselves their best day 
and their best golf shot and their best golf hole and their best golf swing and their and their best putt or their sour pusses. Yeah. Yeah. They just get that way. So a lot of times in my teaching and coaching, I spend just a little bit of time, um, you know, kind of smacking them over the head with a baseball bat of information like, hey, guess what? Tour players don't make those putts either. And they put on a lot better greens than you do. And they actually are <laughs> accomplished putters. Mr. 20 handicap who plays one golf once a week and never practices. <clears throat> Sorry. I mean, I need to clear my throat again on that. Don't I? <laughs> but their make yeah. percentage rate is 50% from eight feet. If you missed an eight footer today, John, how many four letter words have just flown out of your mouth on that missed eight footer? Cause your expectation levels to make them all. Yeah. I should yeah. make those. Really? I should. Are you sure about that? Cause the best yeah. putters in the world make 50% of them. Yeah. Not a hundred percent. So I think you ought to tone that down a little bit. What do you yes. say? Again, it's the, it's the expectations that uh, one needs to uh, keep, keep a lid on, man. Um, they just need to be realistic. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. all I'm saying is they just need to match the reality. So go back to your, your original question here is what does the golfer need to, is it equipment? Is it clothing? Is it Gore-Tex? Is it boots? You know, what are we doing in this early weather thing? Look, you need to curb your enthusiasm about the score. Right. Right. You need to you need to go out there and say, okay, given the conditions, let's see what I can do shot to shot. Cause I'm gonna get some lousy lies. It's gonna be soppy wet. Balls are gonna be half plugged. You're gonna be standing and squish. Oh, guess how many fat shots you're about to hit when it's all squishy? Yeah, lots. Um a lot. You know why? It isn't just because the ground under the ball is wet, it's the ground under your feet that you sink a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, wait a minute. I'm actually below the surface a little bit because I've sunken in because it's so soggy. I'm standing on a wet sponge. Yeah. And then I didn't shorten up on my shaft the same amount. Oh, I'm going to hit it fat. Yeah, folks. Oh, guess what? Because of that standing on a wet sponge thing, you're not going to be able to produce as much force either. So the ball's going to come up short. So you may want to take a little club, extra club. So the one Just thing you really need is realistic expectations. Yeah. Of everything. Any, any way to overcome that uh, sinking in, hitting fat thing or, or just live with it? <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Those Weekend Diet, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the second time through the line at the In-N-Out Burger. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what we're talking about here, but is there a way for me to not sink into the ground when it's really sopping wet? Well, yes, John. Now that you mention it. <laughs> Lose about 50 pounds. <laughs> you know? How about take a big wooden plank out there with you, big old sheet of plywood, stand on that. <laughs> How's that work? 
That'll be fun to carry around the golf cart with you. <laughs> hey, and also with with spikeless golf shoes, do you have a tendency to slip more when it's wet and muddy? I mean, your feet would be. You know, there's stable, so right? many spikeless shoes out there that have little nubs on them that do a pretty good job. So I, it's difficult nubs to say that. Job. Nubs do a good job in in mud. In the nubs track? do a pretty good job on some of them, okay. right? I think okay, it depends on the surface because. Yeah. The spikes okay. themselves, right? We used to wear them because we're old, and um, I'm not as old as you, point, pointing that out. But uh, we're yeah. both old enough to have worn spikes on our golf shoes for a long time, right? Yes, yes. And now we don't have it, but yet we still play in these spikeless shoes. But these little, these little, uh, you know, the they call them spikes, but they're not. They're little rubber, you know, they're, they're rubber and plastic nubs that are on the bottom of the shoes. You can crank them in and out like spikes. They're, you know, they're grabbers. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Okay. It's it's more about it's more about whether your feet are going to slip because of the condition of the bottom of your shoes being worn down cuz you could have brand new spikeless shoes that are those nubbies on the bottom and have pretty good traction. But when those nubbies get worn down, well then, you know, but they're not the, they're not the metal spikes anymore. They're those soft spikes. Yeah. You know, and they got little yeah. little claws on the bottom, right? So yeah. I think you're you're right about you know, there there's some things you could do to worry about the slippage and you know, I think the biggest thing is is establish a good base. Yeah. Establish yeah. a good stance, establish a good, you know, put some pressure down into the ground, balls of the feet, you won't move around so much. Yeah. And you know, and and you can either whine about it or stop doing it or just just take advantage of being able to be out there and swinging a golf club and just shut up about it you know well, based on the premise of the show that we have which do you think you do more of oh i whine more yeah yeah i do yeah. <laughs> would you like a cork <laughs> 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 it's like a little cheese with that wine, John. You know, come on. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> no, I mean, yes. it's because, because again, because it's the expectation thing. And it's because of the embarrassment thing, too. I mean, you know, if you feel like you took a good swing and you feel like it made good contact with the ball, you know, you, you feel like the ball should be flying somewhere other than where it's going. And it should have made a noise other than that. <laughs> sound it made when the when the club hit the ball and you know that mud that's now from your knees to your ankles on the bottom of your pants should not be there you know so those are all things to whine about because it didn't happen the way you expected it to happen or you wanted it to happen but just keep in mind that eventually it's going to be warm it's going to be dry and then you'll be whining about how hot and humid it is i'm so uncomfortable (laughs) come on just get over it and play Okay, just get over and play. One of the or things you can just that move I do, to Phoenix and not have that problem. Yes, and get in an outburger to boot. One of the things Good that idea. I do when in the um, in the in the interim weather, the the middle weather, the March, late February, March kind of weather, is of course dress in layers. But I also tend to bring cups of coffee with me because. To drink, yes, it's it's nice to drink, but it's also nice to just hold your hand around the styrofoam cup the coffee is in, 
to keep them warm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. But we have right. a new we have a new sponsor I want to talk to you about because they told me something that that I didn't know. And I, I am an avid coffee drinker. It's it's my beverage of choice. Do you know that 90% of the coffee from the grocery store is actually stale? I didn't know that it all tastes stale to me. Well, it's just because most of it that you've been drinking is, um, which, which makes perfect sense when you stop there and, and, and you think about it. Uh, you know, I, 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 I know a lot of people who drink coffee, but like my brother-in-law, he, he does the coffee thing when he plays golf too, but he puts like six sugars and three creams. And it's like, you don't really like coffee. Do you, you're just looking for a vehicle <laughs> to drink sugar. Okay. Um, the company is called Trade, and they have a subscription model online deal for coffee, and it's it's the best coffee. It's it's all ethically sourced. Uh, the beans come from America's best independent roasters. They ship it to you free as often or as seldom as you like. You can get whole beans. You can get ground. They ask you, what kind? do you have a coffee press? Do you have a drip coffee machine? Do you use an old-fashioned percolator? You got a Mr. Coffee? Because the grinds are all different from for the way you make the coffee. And it comes to you ideally ground and just matches all of your preferences and your brewing method. And they have a, it's fun too. You just go to their website and you take a quiz and they will, based on the answers to your quiz, hook you up with the perfect bag. And if it is not the perfect bag, then they will replace it first with something else absolutely free. Now they say that trade coffee has been featured by the New York times by wired GQ. They've now hit the big time. They're with us here on those weekend golf guys. I want to find Uh out if they got coffee that doesn't taste like coffee. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> Go take the quiz, man. The subscription's no hassle. You can skip shipments. You can change your free, change your frequency and cancel any time. So, I, I mean, I love it. I took the quiz and it was great. And it told me that even if I have decaf coffee, I hate decaf coffee because, you know, the, the reason for decaf coffee is why bother? Because it doesn't taste like coffee. And they say, uh, this decaf, you will not know it's decaf. So, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's on. It's being shipped. I should have it in the next day or two. So for our listeners right now, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash golf guys. So you want to get started, go take a quiz, drinktrade.com slash golf guys. Start your journey to the perfect cup. It's drinktrade.com golf guys. $20 off your first three bags. Hang out. We'll be right back. I am a coffee freak. No, I mean, I am a coffee connoisseur. Whatever the proper word is, I drink coffee all the time. It is my beverage of choice. I fancy myself a a coffee expert. When I talked to the folks at Trade and they told me that 90% of the coffee I get from the grocery store is actually stale, I kind of freaked out. I mean, you heard that right. 90% of coffee from the grocery store is actually stale. The coffee that you know and think you love, well, it needs an upgrade. Trade's been featured in the New York Times and Wired GQ, but now they have hit the big time, and we're talking about them here on those weekend golf guys. Subscription is no hassle. Skip shipments, change your frequency, or you can cancel it at any time. Not a problem. Now, right now, for our listeners only, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first 
free bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash golf guys. Go get started. Take the quiz at drinktrade.com slash golf guys and start your journey to your perfect cup. Drinktrade.com slash golf guys. Get $20 off your first three bags. The great Arnold Palmer once said, golf is deceptively simple and endlessly complicated. This quote applies to investing, too. It sounds easy, right? Invest your money and watch it grow. But 90% of the people lose money in the stock market. You can't control the markets, but you can control your risk. So how do billionaire investors control their risk? They diversify their portfolios with alternative assets like blue chip art. In fact, many billionaires allocate 10 to 30% of their entire portfolios to art. The simple fact is that blue chip art prices outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1995 to 2020. That's why I was so excited when I found Masterworks. This alternative investing platform lets you invest in paintings by legends like Andy Warhol, Monet, and Picasso without spending millions. Over 300,000 people have signed up, and if you want priority access to their newest paintings, you need to log on to masterworks.art weekend. See important disclosures at masterworks.io disclosures. And uh, we're back again for a few moments, yet uh, In-N-Out Burger is still there. The uh, air- airport is still there. The flight hasn't even landed from where it's going yet, but he's on his way home. I guess this is this is where uh, uh, Gomer Pyle comes in and starts singing back home in Indiana, right? It's Something along those lines. That's what happens <laughs> when you get to the Indianapolis airport. You mm-hmm. know, you start walking into the baggage claim area, and they got that blaring. And you just oh, sit there, they? and you hang your head, and you go, Really? Yeah, it's almost as bad Couldn't as have played some melon camp, could you? Flying into <laughs> right? Louisville with my old Kentucky home in the background over and over and over again. But uh, is that is that what they do there? Yeah, but anyhow, flying, yeah, traveling, a lot of traveling for golf this year on tap, man. We're going to be doing some, we're going to be doing some commuting. We're going to be doing some visiting. We're going to be playing in some places. We're going to be uh, heading down Alabama. We're going to be heading up to uh, New England play. May even make it out to the West Coast. I just got a yeah. uh, an invitation from a friend of mine out in Portland to uh, to head out to Oregon and play some golf this summer. So, you know what? I'm going to be playing some mountain golf this summer. You're going to yeah, be baby. in Colorado, ain't you, man? Yeah, you darn right, I am. Yeah, the land you of darn 400 right. yard drives, man. <laughs> Heck yeah! I'm getting old. I want to nuke it. I'm going up in elevation, baby. Get me mile high or higher. <laughs> I want that extra 15%. I'm going to sit here and teach all my clients to get up there. I can guarantee you I can get you 15% more on your on your drive. <laughs> That's right. And only cost you an extra 100 bucks. <laughs> That's right. I got this I got the speed class for you. Get on the plane and get out to elevation. <laughs> I want to remind you that you can head out to uh, weekendgolfguys.tube, T-U-B-E, as in YouTube. We have finally begun uploading all of the video versions of our podcasts without the editing. So all of the uh, the inside baseball look at how this thing is put together the in-between segment talk and where's where all the good stuff happens anyhow, but you can catch it all. Just go to a weekend golf You can check out uh, the podcast version of the show anywhere that you can download uh, audio podcasts. You can uh, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golf guys. You can follow us on Instagram at weekend underscore golf underscore guys. Where else are we? 
Oh, uh, Twitter at WKND Golf Guys. Jeff, I, you know what? The drive-through, man. It's time. I'm I'm looking at it. I got a spot. I got to go, man. I need you me a burger. Go. And hopefully, I got to go in. Chance. And I got to go out. And do it. And hopefully, you've got a chance to sometime soon. Hey, go play some golf.